It's time now for the complete story of public news and information feature of Bot Radio Network to keep you informed about the most important issues of our day. Now here's the BRN father and son team, Dick and Rich Bot, with today's complete story. Well, you know what, Rich? Uh, this uh, this particular Christmas is interesting to me because it's the first Christmas in my whole lifetime that I've been 90 years old. I mean, you know, that doesn't mean much to you, maybe, but it does mean something to me. This is a very special year for you, and, that's for sure. Well, I'll tell you what. what it, is, how do they say it? Nonogenarian? Is that the <laughs> word for it? Tell you what, it has really curbed my Christmas shopping, that's for sure, uh, a lot. But, you know, uh, there's a family that I just love in the greater Kansas City area, Matt and Donna Williams. Matt Williams started Tri-City Christian School, and he raised his own children. And as they have come up, and now Matt is an old man, uh, I don't suppose he minds me saying that, (laughs) Uh, but they come by our house, the grandchildren, and the great-grandchildren, and all of the others, they come by our house, and they do Christmas carols. Right. And they sing Christmas songs. You know, they take that out of their Christmas season to do something really nice for Dick and Shirley Bott. I really appreciate that. This is from last year. Let's hear them. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Good tidings we bring to you and your kid. Good tidings of Christmas and a Happy New Year. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. And uh, listen, Bot Radio Network family, I wish you a Merry Christmas in that same spirit. Could you hear the children and the adults all singing in there? Right, right. Uh, We have lost the joy of Christmas caroling, and uh, we need to bring that back into our culture and uh, share the joy of Jesus at this time of year. Now, here is Jim Reeves singing an old Christmas card. Enjoy it with me, folks. There's an old Christmas card in an old dusty trunk And it brings back sweet memories dear to me Though it's faded and worn It's as precious as the morn When I found it neath our first Christmas tree I'm always sentimental Round this time Pardon me If a tear Falls among my Christmas cheer It's the memory why I get to feeling sentimental about this time every year. 
But every time I see a Christmas card, I somehow can't help reminiscing about the very first Christmas that you and I spent together. What a beautiful Christmas card you gave me that year. Why, I know you must have looked through thousands of cards to find that wonderful poem that still brings a tear to my eye. I thrill with every word, every line Yes, I'm always sentimental around this time Pardon me if a tear falls among my Christmas cheer It's the memory Now, here is Walter Brennan. You know, if there ever was a voice to the American public that sounds like a grandpa, it would be the voice of Walter Brennan. Of course, I remember him. He was the grandpa on The Real McCoys. That's exactly right. Now, here he is telling us about Silent Night. Seems to me, around Christmas, a lot of folks change. You know, a whole lot nicer to one another. You know, some of them that speak way, I never figured they knowed my name. Because up till now, well, they, they just never bothered. Yesterday, I seen a banker give money to a hobo. Now, that fellow was probably hungry, without no place to stay. But that banker got more than him out of that money, you know. He got a lot more than what he gave. So at this time of year, I guess folks is reminded of, of love and faith and hope. I guess it kind of takes Christmas sometimes to, to bring out the best in folks. After year after year after year and decade after decade, there is something about Christmas that brings renewal, that brings people back uh, to their senses, and uh, it gives us pause. Uh, isn't that interesting? It's all about Jesus, and that's why we like to say that we broadcast the true meaning of Christmas 365 days a year. Well, that's true. All year long, we're talking about Jesus. And teaching the Bible. And, uh, and that's what we were committed to 60-some years ago when Bot Radio Network was first started. Now, if there is a voice that is more well-known than Paul Harvey, I don't know what it would be, honest to goodness. But Paul Harvey now went back through our, our archives. And one of our—by the way, I want to take a moment here. Our listener comments, you see, when they— when you folks uh, call in and you leave your listener comments, then they're typed into a, a uh, transcript. Transcript. 
and we read them very carefully. Rich, I was I was going through them this week, and one gentleman had called in, and he was in prison listening to Bot Radio Network, and that's how he became a Christian while he was in prison. Folks, we don't know who's listening or where they are or what their circumstances are. But the Word of God is powerful. And let me give that phone number, 1-800-345-2621. Write it down and call us when you can, 1-800-345-2621. Let's let's put the rest of that verse together. The Word of God is powerful. Quick and powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul (laughs) and spirit and of the joints and marrow. When you were a kid, you must have been in Sunday school. (laughs) That's a very important verse. All right, now here is Paul Harvey. And and you know what? He's telling us a story about a very honest man that just couldn't believe in Christmas, so he was not going to fake it and go to church with his family, or at least that's what he said. Um, and, and, and then listen to the story as Paul Harvey tells it. Americans, may I direct your attention to a story which was originally published by United Press International, by Lewis Castles, a longtime friend of mine and colleague. He and I tried for many years to trace the author of these words. We never could. And it occurs to me that maybe some things, some things are supposed to be written without credit to any particular individual. Let's see what you think after you hear this Christmas story. The Christmas story, the way it's usually told, the God born a man in a manger and all of that, escapes some moderns, mostly, I think, because they seek complex answers to their questions, and this one is so utterly simple. So for the cynics and the skeptics and the unconvinced, I'd like to submit this modern parable. The man I'm talking about was not a Scrooge now. He was a kind, a decent, a mostly good man, generous to his family and upright in his dealings with other men, but he just did not believe in all of that incarnation stuff which the churches proclaim at Christmas time. It just did not make sense, and he was too honest to pretend otherwise. He could not swallow the Jesus story about God coming to earth as a man. He told his wife, I'm truly sorry to distress you, but I'm just not going with you to church this Christmas Eve. He said he'd feel like a hypocrite, that he'd much rather just stay home, but that he would wait up for them. So he stayed, and they went to the midnight service. Now, shortly after the family drove away in the car, snow began to fall. He went to the window to watch the flurries getting heavier and heavier. Then he went back to his fireside chair began to read his newspaper. Minutes later, he was startled by a thudding sound, and then another, then yet another. At first he thought somebody must be throwing snowballs against the living room window. But when he went to the front door to investigate, he found a flock of birds huddled out there, miserably, in the snow. They had been caught in the storm, in a desperate search for shelter. They had tried to fly through his large landscape window. That was what had been making the sound. Well, he couldn't let those poor creatures just lie there and freeze. So he remembered the barn where his children stabled their pony. That would provide a warm shelter. All he would have to do is direct the birds into that shelter. Quickly, he put on a coat and galoshes, 
and he tramped through the deepening snow to the barn, and he opened the doors wide. And inside the barn, he turned on a light so the birds would know the way in. But the birds did not come in. So he figured that food would entice them. He went back into the house and fetched some breadcrumbs and sprinkled those on the snow, making a trail of breadcrumbs to the yellow-lighted, wide-open doorway of the stable. But to his dismay, the birds ignored the breadcrumbs. The birds just continued to flop around helplessly in the snow. He tried catching them; he could not. He tried shooing them into the barn by walking around them, waving his arms. But instead, they scattered in every direction, every direction except into the warm-lighted barn. And that's when he realized that they were afraid of him. They were afraid of him. To him, he reasoned, "I'm a strange, terrifying creature." If only I could think of some way to let them know that they can't trust me, that I'm not trying to hurt them but to help them. But how? Any move he made tended to frighten them and confuse them. They just would not follow. They would not be led or shooed because they feared him. And he thought to himself, "If only I could be a bird now. If I could be a bird and mingle with them." And speak their language, and tell them not to be afraid. Then I could show them the way to the safe, warm barn. But I would have to be one of them, wouldn't I? So they could see and hear and understand. At that moment, the church bells began to ring. The sound reached his ears. Above the sounds of the wind, and he stood there listening to the bells. Adeste fidelis, listening to the bells, pealing the glad tidings of Christmas, and he sank. To his knees in the snow, Paul Harvey. I hope for you and those you love. This will be a wonderfully merry Christmas. Oh. Well, that's something. Read sometimes the story, the sweetest story, has to be put in the simplest terms. For us to get it and understand it, Christ became a man, and He provided the sacrifice for our salvation. Yeah. All right. I don't know who's listening right now, but here's Carol Robertson. Here's Carol Robertson tying right in with what Paul Harvey just said. I believe in Christmas. I believe in Christmas. I believe the Bible is true. I believe in Christmas. From a child, I always knew. One day, I trusted the Savior. His Spirit, He did impart. I believe in Christmas because Christmas is in my heart. 
believe in angels who came down that first Christmas night. I believe the shepherds saw the star shining so bright. It's more than just a story. I know Jesus is real. I believe in Christmas. Because His love I can feel I believe that Jesus was God and He was man I believe the mystery, though my mind can't understand When I think of Christmas I look up to the stars I believe in Christmas Because Christmas is in my heart When I think of Christmas I look up to the stars I believe in Christmas Because Christmas is in my heart. Yes, yes, yes. Dad, how about you? Is Christmas in your heart? <laughs> well, man, it makes me think of Monty Sheridan and so many of our friends, you know. Uh, they've got the joy of the Lord mm-hmm. whenever you talk to them, whenever you visit with them. Uh, it's just the way it is. Now, I tell you what the reason is. Uh, here's Carol Robertson again to spell the word Christmas. Here it is. C is for the Christ child Born upon this day H is for herald angels In the night R is for our Redeemer Him is for the manger where he lay. Ace for Almighty. S means shepherds came, and that's why there's a Christmas day. Yeah. I tell Santa Claus to stay home, <laughs> coming down the North Pole. Well, there really was a St. Nicholas. Well, and we are celebrating. He's a real figure, a real historical figure. And we are celebrating Christmas, That's we? right. That's true. On, on December 24th, everybody's going to bed. Uh, hopefully, they won't be up all night. Uh, well, I won't go there with talking about Christmas <laughs> parties or something. No, 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 no. Come on. They'll go to bed, and you know what? They'll wake up then on Christmas morning. They'll wake up to a new day. They'll wake up to something brand new on Christmas morning 
the after the night that Christ was born. Now, here's Ken Monroe. By the way, God has given Bot Radio Network a wonderful, wonderful staff, people, people who've gathered in all of our radio stations. Um, it, it, how many stations do we have now? About radio? 120. All of our radio stations, wonderful people, talented people, hardworking people. And uh, Ken Monroe, the voice of Ken Monroe is no stranger to our audience. Ken Monroe is here to tell us about the night before Christmas. Here it is. Twas the night of Christmas, and all through the town, not a vacancy was open, and no rooms to be found. Mary on our donkey, and I with my staff, traveled from Nazareth to be counted and taxed. From Caesar Augustus, the decree did go out for each one to go back to their family's hometown. So Mary with child in no place to stay, we settled in a stable and slept in the hay. At midnight, I awoke to hear such a clatter. I looked over to Mary to see what was the matter. In labor and toil, she held my hand tight. The promised Messiah was coming this night. With mother and babe now resting inside, I walked out the door to find a surprise. The darkness had gone, and the place was aglow by a new star I had never noticed before. As I stood in amazement at the sign in the sky, some shepherds came running with eyes open wide. Where is the child we have been told to come seek? By the angels of heaven in fields that we keep. Great news did they tell us, good news of great joy. In the city of David, our Savior's been born. The sign you will see in Bethlehem's stall is Emmanuel in cloths in a trough. His name is Jesus, I told them straightway. He'll save us from our sins, that's why he came. As long as there's day, his story will be told. The story of Christmas, when God made himself low. Because of this baby who became our dear lamb, there is glory to God and goodwill toward man. Oh, and there you have it, folks. And there you have it, folks. And there you have it, dear friends. Let's hear from our listeners, Rich. Sure. Let me give the number, 1-800-345-2621. All right, now here's a man. This is Dale from Eugene, Missouri. I appreciate you guys. You guys are doing a wonderful job. Keep me on the solid rock of Jesus Christ. Well, thank you, thank you. God bless you guys, and prayers be with you. Amen. Uh, well, thank you, Amen. Dale. Thank, thank you. Thank you for calling. All right, now here's a lady. Hi, my name's Anita, and I'm from Oklahoma City. I've been listening to y'all about 50 years, and my mother listened before that. So you have been a blessing to many people, and, and, and now my son listens to it. So hopefully his son will carry on a tradition. God bless you for giving us little sheep some food to eat. Bye-bye. Wow, that's three generations of listeners. Three generations of listeners out out of Oklahoma City. Wonderful, wonderful people throughout Oklahoma and Tulsa and Oklahoma and all the towns in between that Bot Radio Network covers. 
but I just love that lady that took time to make the call and let us know that. Three generations in her family. And now her son is one of our listeners. Here's a man. Hi, this is Robert from Ottawa, Iowa. I just want to say thank you to the Bot family because of the influence I've had since 2010, since my dad died of Alzheimer's. And you guys have been part of my recovery. Thank you for your kindness and for working on a man's heart. Thank you, gentlemen. Oh, thank you. Thank you for sharing that. Well, God bless you, Robert. And thank you for sharing that because, you know, it's the Word of God. It's the Word of God that can help a broken heart. I tell you what, Robert, the Lord works through his people also. Yes. And the Lord, listen, folks, if you're listening and you think all they need is a scripture verse, no. They need you, and they need you to help them and pray for them and be their their friend and kindness. I tell you what, Robert, Robert knows what it is to lose his dad. Uh, and you'll never have another one. But he, hopefully he knows where his dad is. So here's a lady. Thank you, Bot Radio, so much. Your radio station has helped me tremendously in my marriage, dark times that I faced when I felt like I was alone. I'm an avid listener. My daughter is 14 now, and she started listening when she was a baby, and she doesn't want to listen to music to fall asleep. She wants to listen to Bot Radio Network. Thank you so much. May God continue to bless you all richly. Dear lady, dear lady, you know where your daughter learned that? She learned that from her mama. She learned that from her mama because she, from the time she could hear anything, why she was hearing Bot Radio Network because her mama had it on. I tell you what, that's a lesson there, Rich. The children from their littlest time are following the imprint of their parents their mothers and their fathers and the adults around them. Well, she's training that baby up the right way. Well, yeah, I guess so. Well, I certainly I certainly will vote for what she's done with that girl. Here's a man. I just want to thank you guys for the ministry that you have on the radio. I listen to it to and from work. I live roughly about 50 miles away from work. And every morning I drive and I listen to Bot Radio Network from 5 a.m. to just about 6 a.m., and it's amazing. It's not only enlightened me, but also helped me realize that there is a lot of things that I didn't know. I just love it. It's it's amazing. Thank you so much for everything you do. All right. Well, Rich, we've got to get out of here, folks. This is Dick Bott with his chapter of The Complete Story with my son, Rich, uh, as a public service. And we'll see you later.